Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Sean Rossap here. It is UFC 250 main event time. Uh, if you are a longtime viewer of Fightful MMA, we used to do post-show podcasts. Now we do uh, the, these main event watch-alongs where we talk to you basically from the beginning of the entrance through the end of the fight. Now, I get a feeling this fight's not going to last very long. Amanda Nunez versus... Uh, <laughs> versus Felicia Spencer. So I decided to go a little bit early because we have had an insane main or main card especially. But let's go ahead and run you down some of the happenings of of this just psychotic show that has happened so far. Uh, now, I, I, of course, had some issues with the placement of some of these these fights, but still, what what a show. Herbert Burns defeated Evan Dunham via submission real quick. Mopped the floor with him. Afterwards, Herbert Burns seemed to indicate that Fight Island would be in Abu Dhabi. So we got that. Hype train of Alonzo Minifield was derailed as Devin Clark beat him by unanimous decision. Uh, number nine, Alex Perez defeated number four, Jessier Formiga. Now this is a big, big win for Alex Perez because he is very close, if not right there. To be in that title, that flyweight title shot or title picture as soon as it gets figured out. He has won six of seven in the UFC. Uh, he won his last fight, technical submission. This, this, this fight, a leg kick TKO. I love that we're seeing more of the calf kick implemented. I keep looking at this camera instead of this one. Who gives a shit? Uh, reminder, if you all donate a super chat live here on the air, uh, we will read it and, uh, respond to it. Anakin JMT says, Thought about maybe ordering my first ever UFC pay-per-view for the main event, but after seeing, I'd have to spend almost 90 for ESPN and pay-per-view. I decided I'd rather give Fightful my money. Hey, I appreciate that. I will never complain about you giving us money, especially on the MMA end. Uh, not quite as profitable as the uh, pro wrestling end yet, but uh, we'll get there. But Alex Perez is in contention for the flyweight title. He's won six of seven. The only guy that's beaten him is Joseph Benavidez. So that's kind of one you got to look out for. Now, the thing about Alex Perez is he's had trouble making weight. He's jumped back and forth between bantamweight and flyweight an awful lot. You got to see uh, how he ends up there. But a fantastic performance. Uh, Maki Patolo defeated Charles Bird via TKO strikes. You had Cody Stamen, who unfortunately lost his brother this week. He's the number 12 Bantamweight fighting at Featherweight, and he defeated Brian Kelleher. One-sided fight. Said he's going to go back to, to Bantamweight, though. Number 13, Ian Heinish destroyed Gerald Mearshart. I didn't see that happening quite to that level, 
But um, Mearshart got beaten about, I, I think, 75 seconds it was. Chase Hooper, that hype train was slowed down a little bit too. He is young. He is inexperienced. He will gain that experience, I'm sure. Uh, but Alex Caceres just had too much of it. But still, despite the 30-27s across the board, Alex Caceres tried to give away that fight. He tried to give away that fight, man. It's amazing how this guy almost gives away every single fight that he is in. Well, Sean O'Malley doesn't give away every fight he's in. This guy is a star. Sean O'Malley is a star. He destroyed Eddie Wineland. A walk-off KO. Eddie Wineland, no slouch. How about this? Eddie Wineland, never in his MMA career, had been straight-up KO'd until tonight. Had never been straight-up KO'd until tonight. We're talking 40 fights that we know of. He had never been straight KO'd. He'd been TKO'd. He hadn't been finished since, I think, 2013, no, 2014. I was there that night in Cincinnati. He got finished by Johnny Eduardo. Amazing finish from Sean O'Malley. And he says, you know what? I want two bonuses and a, a contract renegotiation. It's funny because our lead wrestling writer, Jeremy Lambert, said, uh, Sean O'Malley's going to be a big star until he asks for more money. He's already asking for more money. Whew. Neil Magny defeated Anthony Rocco Martin via unanimous decision. This was a close fight. Uh, a lot of controversy here for people. Uh, in this, uh, hey, you know what? Not the best fight in the world either. But Magny ended up taking this one. But I think 75% of media, 61.7% of fans had this for Anthony Rocco Martin. So you got to sympathize with the man. The fight that should have been the co-main event was Aljamain Sterling mopping the floor with Corey Sanhagen. Aljamain Sterling dragged Sanhagen to the ground, threw on that body triangle. Ooh, I love a good body triangle. Had one of his rear naked chokes thwarted, then was able to lock it back in, get a submission in under 90 seconds. You can piss off with this Jose Aldo business. Jose Aldo should not be fighting Peter Yan. It should be Aljamain Sterling. Have Jose Aldo fight somebody else. It he ain't supposed he shouldn't be getting a title fight. That's weird. Aljamain Sterling earned this title fight, and Corey Sandhagen was right there too. If he would have won, I would have said the same about him. And Sandhagen, after he went out, told Sterling, "Go get that title." These guys know they were overlooked. They know they were overlooked and they shouldn't have been. By the way, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. This will go, uh, this will go on, uh, on the Fightful MMA page too. Somebody says, you belong in the big leagues, been a fan for years, keep it up. We are the big leagues, buddy. Fightful.com is where it's at. Fastest growing, uh, fastest growing combat sports website, pro wrestling website there is. We're doing real good. I'll just say that. We're, we're doing a lot better than I, I had hoped for this year, so. That's pretty good. Uh, a reminder, guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com if you're into pro wrestling scoops. I post a lot of exclusive news up there. Anakin JMT says, Also, just want to say, even though I don't follow any MMA, you make it sound really cool, and I learn quite a bit about it. Thanks for that. Hey, MMA is, I don't want to say my first love. I love pro wrestling a lot more uh, and earlier, but a show like this one, Hot damn do I love to cover, my my friends. Uh, the, and we don't got a lot of sports to cover right now. So I'm very, very happy about this. Uh, Cody Garbrandt 
he's back, and he needed this win real bad. I always admired Rafael Asuncao for being able to overcome the really tough ankle injury that he did. He had an ankle injury that sidelined him from basically the fall of 2014 to the summer of 2016. He missed over a year, and after that, it was decision, 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 decision. And that takes a lot of footwork. When you're facing Brian Caraway, Pedro Munoz, all these all these people, that requires a lot of footwork. And then he comes back, and his first task is against T.J. Dillashaw at UFC 200. Then he runs into Marias and Sterling and all these guys. That that footwork was able to be maintained, but it seems like since 2019, it's went away. Uh, Asun Sao is not the elite anymore. He is not in the elite anymore, and um, that's very unfortunate. But it is fortunate to see Cody Garbrandt, after losing three straight fights, not winning since 2016, he lost in 17, 18, 19. It was good to see him pick up one in 2020 because he was getting mollywopped, mollywopped in some of these finishes. Although the Munoz fight was really great. He was getting mollywopped. He fought smart and he knocked out a Sun Sal at the bell. It was brutal. A Sun Sal couldn't sit up. He, he it was it was just filthy, man. This show, if you bought it like I did, was worth the money. Was worth the money. And the prelims were pretty good too. The the Patolo, the Perez, the the Burns, the the Heinish finishes, all well no, Patolo wasn't in the first round, but all pretty good. You have Sean O'Malley emerging. That Bantamweight division, my friends. Look at it. It don't need Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo can go do his AEW thing all he wants. Dare I say that they should have just made Sterling and Sandhagen the title fight. And then the winner of Jan and Aldo could have fought them for it. Reminder, leave a thumbs up and subscribe. We do have an MMA channel where I post uh, betting odds, predictions, uh, Carlos Post uh, Boxing Podcast. It is YouTube.com slash Fightful MMA Boxing. We go live over there for breaking news as well. But hey, we are back on Sunday night for NXT in your house. Somebody says Quizzlemania brought me here. Hey, I appreciate that. I really had a good time with the people at Wrestle Talk, and uh, they did open me up to a whole new audience and I, I want to thank them for having me on that that means an awful lot I know that might come as a surprise to you to somebody some people that watch that but I'm not always actually like I was on that show W says dude you're the best you got a hell of a promo on Quizzlemania this week don't stop being you home slice that means a lot thank you so much I always tell people that write for me don't be a gimmick be yourself just, just follow the old, the old wrestling cliche, man. Turn it up a little bit and have some fun. Have some fun with it. It's pro wrestling. You're, you're talking shit. But now we're gonna talk shit about Amanda Nunez versus Felicia Spencer. And I gotta tell you, I got an immense amount of respect for Amanda Nunez. You see her carrying around two different championships. Uh, that's because she had the old style UFC title from when she beat Chris Cyborg in December 2018. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was supposed to be one of the first people to get the new style titles, which she did get a few months later when she beat Holly Holm. But this is her first defense of that title. It's taken her a year and a half, but she's done it. And you know what? I don't have a problem with it taking her a year and a half to defend this title because it's a celebrity title. There ain't any featherweights. There's Felicia Spencer. 
and there's Megan Anderson, and that's it. And when Megan Anderson can piece together a few wins in a row, she'll get her title fight. But Amanda Nunes is the GOAT. Amanda Nunes has beaten every Bellator featherweight champion. She has beaten every UFC bantamweight champion. Or, uh, sorry, yeah, every Bellator featherweight champion, every UFC featherweight champion, every UFC bantamweight champion, one the greatest UFC flyweight champion of all time. She's beaten a former NXT and Raw women's champion in Rousey and Shayna Baszler. What can this woman not do? And they, they found Felicia Spencer, and you know what? She's tough. She took Chris Cyborg three rounds, and... She knocked out Dos Santos, and that's nice. She tapped out Megan Anderson, and that's nice. She beat Bam Bam Sorensen. That's real nice. She's had some... Like, her run in Invicta towards the title was really good. Um, there was the Amy Coleman submission. She got that rear naked choke. There was the Rachel Wiley KO that happened before that. But then it really stepped up. She had that awesome fight against Akila Alhamid. She uh, had that amazing submission over Helena, and then she was able to submit Bam Bam Sorensen in the fourth, and then she just jumped over to the UFC immediately and submitted Megan Anderson and did it pretty quick. But, but, Amanda Nunes? Amanda Nunes is the best of all time. Of all time. I'm surprised the UFC didn't keep Kat Zingano around just to prop her up at 145 pounds a little bit more, have her get another fight, and maybe try to challenge Nunez because she beat Nunez forever ago. And you know, that's one of the beautiful things about MMA. You can look at Amanda Nunez, and I can say, okay, she's 19-4. She lost four fights. She's the she's the GOAT. doesn't matter. Has won 10 in a row. And a murderer's row. Her last 10 fights are Shayna Baszler, Sarah McMahon, Valentina Shevchenko, Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, Shevchenko, Pennington, Cyborg, Holm, Durandamy. Wow. No, no woman has ever faced a murderer's row like that. Because no woman has been able to. She's dominated two divisions. <clears throat> Somebody says bringing Gabby from Ryzen. I actually think that Amanda Nunes would probably knock her out. To be honest with you, I really think that she would. Nunez uh, staying on the outside right now. Probably a smart thing. I I don't know. I, I don't know that there are any deficiencies in Nunez's game. Oh, that, that right hand, that right straight, brutal. <laughs> Joe Rogan says, when Amanda Nunez hits people, they get confused. You think? You think? I don't know if they get confused. As much as they rethink their entire life. Big thank you to Jason Smith for the super chat. He said, saw you Quizzle Manias. You provide great content after viewing Fightful. Hope all is well with you and Star's mom. I posted a picture of my, myself and my wife on Instagram, and it was just full of David's mom comments, which my wife uh, knows the drill. She knows the performance aspect of it. Look at Amanda Nunez. Dropping in with the right, popping out, going back, dipping her body, staying out of the way. She's so much faster 
than Spencer. She's so much stronger. Spencer's trying to get inside on a high crotch single leg, now switching to a body lock, going up high because that ain't working, my friends. Outside trip from Amanda Nunez. That, that's that. What do you do against this woman? If I'm Spencer, and easy for me to say, sitting here watching her face, the goat, but if I'm Spencer, I swing for the fences. I don't try to take Amanda Nunez down. You kidding me? She's going to maul you on the ground. Just because she's been knocking people out for the last th- four years doesn't mean anything. She submitted Sarah McMahon. Fantastic wrestler, Olympic wrestler, Olympic medalist wrestler. Mr. Cake says, I want to see what it's like for a guy to lose $1 million. A guy bet on Amanda Nunez at like plus 600 odds, which is where you got to bet $600 to win $100. And he bet a million in order to win like 166 k That's That's money for him in my opinion. But – but Nunez is a brown belt in judo. I think she's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's in addition to her just deading people with her fists. She, I mean, she knocked out Cyborg, TKO'd home. TKO'd Rousey. And, hey, you can you can say what you want about Rousey's technique. Ronda Rousey had an incredible amount of power. She had an incredible amount of power, and Nunez did not care. Nunez running that top game right now, and it's really dominant. I did have this fight ending in the first round. I encouraged people to get in on that action. I don't know if that will happen at this stage. <laughs> Stone Osborne says, "Go for an Imanari roll or throw sand." <laughs> That's it. You got. You got to hope Mister Fuji pops up and has a handful of salt or powder or something and just blinds Amanda Nunez. Is there a banana peel somewhere? I don't know. You, you got to drive by with your little cart and just hope that everything goes okay. Big shout out to ESPN Plus for buffering. Really appreciate that in this economy. 30 seconds left in the round. Nunez throwing just some nasty elbows. Just filthy elbows. I'm interested to hear, guys, what do you think the knockout of the night is tonight between O'Malley and and... Garbrandt, it seems to be down to those two. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you if you say somebody else, but there, there were a lot of, there was a lot of discussion about whether or not Garbrandt or O'Malley should have been the, uh, the knockout of the night. Oh, God. They're slowing it down. Damn, man. Like, the thing is, somebody said, oh, well, why are you that excited about watching this this fight if you know it's going to be a wash? I don't mean a wash as in, oh, even. I mean, like, like Amanda Nunez is going to take her out and rake her across her washboard is what I mean. It's It's like when I watched Anderson Silva fight over a decade ago. And did I think that James Irvin stood a chance against Anderson Silva? Hell no, I didn't. But I wanted to watch Anderson Silva destroy that guy. That's what I was hoping for the Talis Latest and uh, Patrick Cote fights as well. It just didn't happen like that. Uh, when 
when he fought Stefan Bonner, Stefan Bonner was on a on a nice streak. I didn't think Stefan Bonner stood a goddamn chance. But I wanted to watch Anderson Silva destroy that man. Now we're in a sad spot where it looks like Anderson Silva's uh done. Very well, could be done. But that's that's why I like watching uh that's why I like watching Amanda Nunes so much, even against absolute scrubs. Getting a lot of people saying Garbrandt. I'm surprised. I thought the walkout aspect was good, but you know, I, I've always said about Cody Garbrandt, he, he's a, he's very unlikable for one, and he is very unlikable. But I said if if somebody ever took a dump in the bed of your truck, Cody Garbrandt wouldn't be that guy that did it, but he would 100% have been the lookout for that guy that took a dump in your truck. Pardon me, gotta reach down here and get my phone charger. But, hey, he won, and for the UFC, it is good that the 28-year-old was able to defeat the 37-year-old Sun Sal, who was past his prime. Do I think that Garbrandt is past his prime? I sure do. But I still think there, there's obviously more upside in this. Sorry, my levels are hitting the red on uh, on my microphone. I apologize if there's some distortion or anything like that, guys. I'm just sitting here biding my time. Now, what I don't want, I don't want to see Amanda Nunes drag this out over five rounds. I do want to see her just Donkey Kong somebody. Wham, wham. Oh, damn. That left, right. (laughs) It's like she heard me. She probably could hear me. It's so quiet in there. Oh, man. Stone says, <laughs> I was away from my phone. Did I hear SRS say Cody should drive a dump truck? Uh, more or less. <laughs> no, he's, I'm glad to see that he, he fought to his abilities. Cause he's a very able fighter. He's a very talented fighter. It's just a matter of getting him to put all that together. I had somebody asking, uh, why do you have two mics? So I'm keeping this mic forever. This is my first podcasting mic. This is my new one. This one has a short in it, so I keep this one as uh, decor on my desk. Anakin says, curious as to why you have a different setup than you normally do. I like to do different setups for different shows. Uh, I haven't done that as much lately, but I I like to do this setup. Uh, I'm looking at my left monitor right now. This is my my monitor directly ahead of me and I have one over here on the right where you're all, you all are on the chat uh, but I have ESPN plus pulled up here on this monitor I have OBS right here I have YouTube uh, chat stream up here on the right so yeah I, I like to switch it up a little bit I like to do different things sometimes now that now that the weather's warm I'll have my back drop up but uh, I always liked it when I had my desk across the room and you all could see like the couch and the background and DVDs and all that stuff. But Jimmy wanted, he said it didn't look professional enough. So we got a backdrop. Now in the future, 
once I finally move, hopefully next year, I'm going to have a... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply studio room and i'll be able to have a green screen and all that good stuff and i'll have god i'll have probably five or ten different setups nunez chipping away just dominating felicia spencer at no point has felicia spencer threatened in any manner How many of you all are sick of seeing that Donald Cerrone P3 commercial? Like, one, I don't like P3. It's gross. Uh, slimy ham and stuff. Ugh. But hey. Ooh. 35 to 6 is the strike count right now. A reminder, guys. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they work a lot better and faster. It's a chewable. It gets into your system a lot faster. But you don't need to go to the doctor. You don't need to go to the pharmacy to get it. It's prescribed online by BlueChew-affiliated physicians and shipped straight to your door discreetly so the mailman, even if the mailman fucks, isn't going to know that you fuck. Reminder, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. You just pay $5 shipping. Felt like I could get away with one of those here, given that one is Blue Chew for a bonus, since they, they're so good to us. When we got our YouTube channel pulled down, they were like, we're sticking with you. So I got a lot of love for Blue Chew. And Glenn Rubenstein, who secured us that deal. A lot of people don't know that. Wrestling Inc.'s uh, Glenn Rubenstein uh, secured us that deal. Great dude. Bought, bought me birthday pizza in Chicago last year. <laughs> Take it from the Dong Lord. Blue Chew works. That is the most tame. I, I didn't even do a segue. It's just a tame segue. Obviously here, um, Amanda Nunez is up. 2018 probably. I would argue maybe 2017. This is getting brutal. It's gonna, it's gonna get bad. If this goes all five rounds, I don't want to know what Felicia Spencer is gonna look like. Oh, and she's wearing the white tank top. Mm. She's gonna have blood all over that bad boy. Meanwhile, Nunez has the the championship fight kit from Reebok. That deal's coming up. Oh, 
Anakin JMT says, should have called Denise to give that Blue Chew ad. <laughs> I actually don't know. Uh, I actually uh, don't know how to have Denise's number. We interact online all the time. But yeah, I think that uh, UFC will probably get a different deal. I think the uh, the Reebok deal expires, I think, this year. And there, there have been plenty of fighters that were just upset about this. I don't know if you guys remember when Brendan Schaub was like, I lost $100,000 a fight, at least, because of this deal. And... Dana White tried to pretend like he was lying about it. Like, there were a lot of fighters that lost significant amounts of money because they couldn't have their brand on TV. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, yeah, I bet ESPN cares. Do they care? Do they care? Because right now they got P3, Devour, Toyo Tires, uh, Modelo, DraftKings Sportsbook, the U.S. Army. They got Nemiroff, all all this stuff on on the mat. They don't care. They got a Russell Crowe movie unhinged on the damn mat. They don't give a damn. I watched a cornhole tournament today, sponsored by Johnsonville Sausage. They don't give a damn about the sponsors. Amanda Nunez still running away with it. Round three, good right hand. Oh, God, another one. Just laying him in there. And as we know, Felicia Spencer can take a punch. She took a lot of them from Cyborg. So, I mean, I guess you could say that if, uh, <laughs> if Nunez beats Felicia Spencer, then Nunez will have beaten the four best women's featherweight of all time in the UFC since she's beaten Cyborg, Holm, Durandamy, and Spencer. Not a giant pool to pick from there. But you could still say it. You could say it. I would say it. <laughs> I, I like the ambiance of the UFC Apex. This is the kind of thing that the UFC is very fortunate to have. I'm glad that they could go back there. As opposed to nice body body punch, right-handed body punch from Amanda Nunez. But this is this is W or this is UFC's performance center in a lot of ways. For those of you who are not familiar, now Amanda Nunez is starting to throw hard, backing Spencer up to the cage, head kick. This is the old the old method that I love. You back somebody up against the cage, you cut them off. You follow them each way that they go, and you land strikes. Now, Spencer did push Nunez back a little bit. She's got exorcist a little bit with that punch that turned her head around. Nice. Felicia actually, uh, Felicia actually avoided a leg kick by just throwing her entire leg off the ground. Spencer is coming nowhere near landing a takedown on these attempts. They're terrible. There's no level change. Uh, 
by the way, the stats right now, 66 of 116 for Nunez for 57%. 17 of 59 for Spencer. Yikes. But these takedowns are, I don't know how else to put it, dog shit from Spencer. No level change. She's just going over almost at like a 90-degree angle and trying to get high up on the leg. And it doesn't look like she cares whether it's inside or outside leg of Nunez. But Nunez is just struggling them off. I mean, you should try to get a level change on either one of those. Ideally, you want to get your hips underneath your opponent. That ain't doing it. Not only is she not getting her hips underneath Nunez, she's leaving her face right there to get uppercut or just thrown around. It's it's really ineffective. Well, Felicia Spencer's probably going to survive this round. Oh, God, naughty. Naughty spinning back elbow. Oh. Well, I mean, I got to say this. Anybody who finishes Felicia Spencer, that's off to you, my friends. Uh, she went three rounds with Chris Cyborg, and she has gone beyond three rounds with with Amanda Nunes. You could argue, you could argue the two best women's fighters of all time, and she's went that far with them. And by the way, Felicia Spencer's first pro fight was less than five years ago. Less than five. Five years ago, she was not a pro. Knocked Felicia Spencer's mouthpiece out that time. I see lots of discussion on the screen. Uh, Robbie Fox, a bar stool. Shout out to him. Great guy. Saying we're about to have a corner discussion. We're about to have the discussion about throwing in the towel again, aren't we? I mean, yeah, I get it, and, and he's right. He's right in his assessment. But I don't necessarily think that Spencer's corner should throw in the towel right now. She's got to finish to win. Don't get me wrong. But when you look at this, she's not – I don't know how, how to say this. She's getting her ass kicked. She's getting dominated. Oh, God. <laughs> Big punch. Staggered her. But she's not in, like, danger of ruining her career at this point. You know what I mean? She's a punching bag. But she's a punching bag that's standing up there, moving around, showing some signs of life. Now, granted, if, if signs of life are the high point of your fight, not so hot, man. Somebody asking about this shirt. Uh, my fight team, Kraken Fight Team. It's an MMA team in Maysville, Kentucky. You can buy that shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com, I think, slash Sean Ross app. It's a beautiful shirt. Yeah, it's our catch wrestling team. We did some pro wrestling under that banner as well. Yeah, somebody thought it was a Bray Wyatt shirt. Nope. Very similar to the shirt that Bray Wyatt debuted, but this logo is about 11 years old. We, we've had it since, like, 2009. Man, <laughs> Nunez is just hunting down Spencer. Who's next for Nunez? Woof. Well, since there's not much to, to talk about by way of the fight, let's look at it. Because th that's a big reason I didn't have a problem with Nunez jumping up to featherweight and just crushing this donk to steal one from uh, 
from Luke Thomas, and no disrespect to Felicia Spencer. Not not a general donk, just in comparison to the greatness that is Amanda Nunes. I look at it and I'm like, damn, who could she possibly face? Well, Megan Anderson, that one stands out. If 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 Bantamweight ain't ready, Megan Anderson has won two straight fights. Go ahead and, and run back the featherweight fight. Because I'm sitting here looking at the current women's Bantamweight rankings. She beat Durandamy. She beat Holm. Aspen Ladd has won one fight in a row. There's Irene Aldana who's won a couple in a row. Juliana Pena won. Raquel Pennington, Sarah McMahon, they've all been beaten. You ain't going to throw Sajara Eubanks in there, lost two or three. That's the thing. Nobody nobody in that division is effectively qualified. Somebody asked if you could get a Fightful or WrestleTalk shirt. Get a Fightful shirt. We have a great one up right now. I'm just looking up and down the rankings. There is nobody qualified. Maybe Aldana. You could argue Aspen Lad. I would just run back Amanda Nunes, or not Amanda Nunes. I would run Amanda Nunes and uh, Megan Anderson. Another brutal combination. I don't know how Felicia Spencer is standing, much less is still pretty active, moving around. I thought this one would be ended. By, I thought I thought it would last a round. I underestimated Felicia Spencer's uh, chin. I swear to God, if you all order Fightful mugs, I'm going to snap. I got to ship those personally. And every time I take them to the post office, Postmaster looks at it like like it's a goddamn Infinity Crystal or something. Oh, the, the most effective punches. Spencer's landed all fight right there. Uh, by the way, Spencer is 29 of 105 for 28%. And those punches that I just mentioned that Spencer landed, I think they pissed off Amanda Nunes. Yeah, she's headhunting now. They pissed her off. This ain't going to last much longer. She shoots in. She pissed Amanda off. Oh, no. Rear naked choke locked in. And Spencer survived the round. Oh, my God. Oh, she got saved by the bell. Now the coin. Oh, my God, that hematoma. It looks like she smuggled a mouse into her forehead. Oh, no. That hematoma is nasty. That is so gnarly. So now Spencer has a cut under her right eye. She has a giant hematoma on her forehead. A cut under her left eye, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, Felicia Spencer landed really what I would say was her best... Best one-two 
the best combination she's landed in the entire fight. And Amanda Nunes looked at her like, why would you do that? Why would you punch me? This is supposed to be about me punching you, so let's get back to that. And then she punched Felicia Spencer many times in the face. Felicia Spencer shot for a takedown, and then Nunez locked in her naked choke and was saved by the bell. Let's see uh, what kind of mood Amanda Nunez is in to start this round, because it seems like she's a little happier. She just shook her hand. But if you're Nunez, you got to want to finish this fight. Just to do it. And Felicia's still fighting, man. Felicia Spencer will not quit on herself. She's so damn tough. Yes, she is. But she is. Got a lot of respect for uh, Felicia Spencer, man. Uh, a ton. I think Herb just needs to see a couple of the ads, and he's going to stop it. And most of these shots are coming because she takes leg This is one of the more sustained five round. One-sided ass whippings I've seen. Ooh, Amanda Nunez. <laughs> I'm a dork for wrestling. She had a beautiful like cradle uh, on on Spencer from ref's position and like a turtled spot. Nunez has now has half guard. Spencer trying to pull a guillotine. That that ain't gonna work, buddy. That one ain't gonna work for you. Not today. I get the feeling Nunez is about to put this one away. It looks like she's setting up an arm triangle. Maybe, nope, setting up those elbows. That was beautiful what, what Nunez just did. She made, she made Spencer think that she was going for an arm triangle, uh, by, by pinning her head, or her, her head to the other side of her arm. Then she straightened out the arm. Now she is going for the arm triangle, but she straightened out the arm like she was going for a double wrist lock, then just threw an elbow instead. Now Nunez, who looked like she had the arm triangle, is instead stuck in position. There was a, there was an. This is probably the most effective stuff that <laughs> Spencer's done. She was locked in a bit of a of a holding double wrist lock, not not really an offensive one, more of a positional one. And this is the most effective Spencer's been throwing some short elbows, but she's eaten one, and that ain't good. Woo boy. But there's no one there anyway. But even this, right? Like even this, you know, like Amanda's on, on top grappling and you don't even know if this is uh, And I and here's the thing. I know they're talking about, oh well what what's next for Nunez? To me, looking at what there is, it's a slam dunk. Megan Anderson. She's won two fights in a row, and that's something that only Irene Aldana has done at Bantamweight. Right now. Everybody else Nunes is either beaten or isn't even on a two-fight winning streak. You could realistically just say, hey, we're going to do the third Shevchenko-Nunes fight. You could realistically do that. And do I get it. Shevchenko lost both of those fights. But there were a whole lot of people, and I know I go, but a lot. There were a lot of people that thought that that wasn't necessarily the case last time. There were, uh, I think, 65% of fans thought that Shevchenko won. I think half of media thought it was either a draw or Shevchenko. 
No, it was more than half. Uh, it was basically it was fifty fifty on the Nunez Shevchenko cards, and then a draw. The last I think it was the last time around. Yeah. Now the first fight, Nunez won handily. But really, I think you'd be doing this with the two greatest women's fighters of all time because I think that I think that Valentina Shevchenko is better than Chris Cyborg. I really do. Herb Dean with 54 seconds left has somebody checking on Felicia Spencer. We might get a finish yet. I mean, if you're Spencer, you want to hang in there for these last 54 seconds. Sure, of course you do. Unbelievable. And she's going to finish it out, so it looks like we're going to see this one go to the scorecards. I was shocked to see this. I am shocked to see this. I'm watching it unfold right in front of our eyes. Reminder, guys, uh, NXT In Your House on Sunday. We will have live coverage. I'll be doing a live blog over at FightfulSelect.com. I will be on the Triple H media call that immediately follows... NXT in your house. Warren and Alex will be on the post-show. 20 seconds left. We get a takedown, and that's going to be it. Nunez with another takedown. And that's a wrap. That is it. Hats off to Felicia Spencer. I can't believe that she made that. That, that was that was nuts. That was insane. Um, a, a ton of respect to Felicia Spencer, but I got more respect for Amanda Nunes because she won the fight. A decision. Uh, now here's the thing: the last, uh, I think it was December. She went to the scorecards with Jermaine Duran to me too. I would have loved to have seen a knockout, but you can't always get what you want. Hope you guys got what you want here. Yeah, uh, if this was 50, God, 50-40, I wouldn't be shocked. I think we're going to see some like 50-42, 43s. Anakin says, not MMA related, but any word on injuries to Street Profits or Viking Raiders that explains the last few weeks? No, I will ask. Um, I meant to ask earlier this week. I will ask for you today or probably tomorrow I'll ask. Unbelievable. I want to thank you guys for joining me. I know a lot of you don't give a shit about MMA, but we do here at Fightful. And if you want to talk more about MMA, we have an outstanding discus community for our MMA uh, MMA side of things. Uh, much more active than our pro wrestling, actually, but hundreds if not thousands of comments there for our, our uh, MMA fights, and we do pick all that good stuff. A great community, the talking MMA community. Uh, joins us. Yeah, there are almost 700 comments uh, right there. So make sure you guys check that out. Amanda Nunez, a dominant. What's next? I don't know. Until next time, we're out. This is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.